Good evening. Let's all stand and together we're going to lift up our voices as we sing, Oh, come all ye faithful, and then O little town of Bethlehem.
coming out this evening and certainly wish you a Merry Christmas. Let's go to the Lord and ask his blessing on our service. Father in heaven, we come before you, Lord, and we praise you. We lift up your holy name. We celebrate the birth of the Savior and we reflect and bask in his presence tonight. For we claim the promise that where there are two or more gathered, there you are in our midst. And so we know tonight, as we gather with this group, that you are here. We welcome you and ask you to move in our hearts and our lives. Draw us nearer to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated.
Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And they saw the star. They rejoiced with exceeding great joy. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Come, thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice! Rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Come to thee, O Israel. 
Would you please stand with us one more time as we lift up our voices again to sing and the praise team's going to join me on the platform as we sing the first Noel and then in Christ alone.
that glistens on every Christmas tree. May every decoration we hang for all to see. May all our old traditions we choose to carry on. The memories we cherish remind us of the one. Beside the fire's glow And read the greatest story The one that won't grow old The joy of Christmas morning With family in our home And all the children's laughter Remind us of the one Christmas we'll remember with every song we sing, with every gift that's given and every gift received. This Christmas we'll remember the one who came for us. Love was born our Savior, Jesus God with us. take you to the Gospel of John. While John does not give us the birth account of the Lord Jesus Christ, he brings us to something that connects us to the night of Christ's birth. When I read to you out of Matthew, we read the text that talked about the wise men. The wise men that came from the east, and as they looked, they saw a star. And ever since that took place, there have been those who have tried to figure out what star was that? What light was that that they followed? 
There have been those who have tried to imagine it to be a comet or a star that only rose for a time. They, they've done all kinds of vast investigations. But the reality is, it's a miracle star. It's a light that God sent to point to the light. And that's why I wanted to take you to the Gospel of John because I want all of us to understand tonight that when we go to see the babe in the manger, we go to see the light. Even as those wise men followed that star and journeyed far, so we too journey and come to see the light of Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. When the scriptures start talking about the Lord Jesus Christ being the light, the true light, the light that lights every soul and every human being, we understand it's talking about Jesus. Those wise men, when they looked up in the sky and they saw that light, they saw that star, they saw that miracle brightness, they talked amongst themselves. They searched the records. They wanted to know, what did this light point to? You and I tonight, we have the advantage of hindsight. We can go back and we can look in the scriptures and we can know that that light pointed to Jesus. Yes, a babe in, a, in the manger. Yes, the babe that the shepherds would go to see. Yes, the babe that Herod would want to hunt and kill. But the babe that is the light of the world. When we look at this text in the Gospel of John and we come down to verse 9, it tells us that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. That thought, the power of that reality, that Jesus Christ, the babe in the manger, is the true light, that true light that bringeth the light for all human beings. It's an interesting thing when you go back into Genesis and you see God create the heavens and the earth and all things therein. In fact, let's go there. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, and let's look at how the light played a role. It tells us in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. 
and there was light. When we read here in the Gospel of John, it actually starts at that same point, in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then it goes on to not only teach us that Jesus Christ is the Word, but He is the light. And so all the way back there in Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 down through 3, as God walks upon the face of the waters, he looks up and he just speaks out and he says, let there be light. And there was light. It's amazing how that God is connected to this and how he connects us to Christ. <clears throat> and how we see these things connect from one to the other to draw us in. Even as it draw, drew those wise men in. As they sought the Christ. As the light led them. As we go back to our text in John chapter 1, verse 10 and 11, it says, I'll read verse 9 as well. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. We are again connected to Genesis. Again, we're connected to creation itself. Where this text reminds us that that true light, the true light of the Lord Jesus Christ, He Himself is the Creator God. So we're reminded of the deity of Jesus. And we have to stand in awe. We have to step back and reflect on who Christ really is. It's not just a babe in a manger. He's not just a holiday that comes every year and, and we gather and exchange gifts with families and we sing beautiful songs. He's so much more than that. He is the Christ, the living God, the anointed one who came for you and for me. The true light, the light for all mankind. When we come down to verses 12 and 13 in our text, it says, well, I'll read verse 11 as well. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. It's interesting that when Christ came, People did not really understand, did they? In fact, when we read the scriptures, the apostles themselves struggled with the understanding of who Christ was and why he really came and that he was actually going to die on the cross. It perplexed them all. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But when we look just below that, it teaches us that is as many as who do as many as do receive him to them he gives the power to become the sons of god we live in a, a time an unusual time we live in a time when people debate power and light there are people who say well i don't want light if it's got to come by a windmill and other people say, well, I don't want light if it's going to come by hydro because it prevents the fish from swimming upstream. 
And I don't want light if it's going to be one of those glass and steel field things. I don't want light with that. Certainly don't want light if it's nuclear. But I do want my light. We're the only generation who could debate such things. Light. Light is something that is a miracle of our age. That we can come in here and dim the lights and brighten the lights. But Jesus Christ didn't need special power to be the light. Because he is the light. And the interesting thing when we look at this text and he references power, he doesn't use his power to make light. He uses his power to give life. Listen to verse 12 again. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Those shepherds that night as they were in the fields and the light came and the angels came to declare the birth of Jesus Christ. Those wise men, when that light ro rose up, that star, that unusual shine as it came up and the wise men sought to seek to find Jesus Christ. None of them fully comprehended that we're talking about the power of God to give eternal life. Jesus uses his power for that. For he is God. And he came with the singular purpose to give us the opportunity to put our faith and our trust in him that we might become the children of God. A miracle, a gift. Tomorrow, you'll exchange gifts. Maybe tonight even some of you do your gift exchange. But there will be no gift that will compare to the gift of eternal life. I was thinking about the twinkle of light as I was preparing my sermon. And actually, it took me to a little bit of a dark place. Because as a pastor, there's been many a time when I've gone and sat with people who were getting ready to pass from this life into the next. Maybe in the living room of their home, they have a hospital bed set up, and they call me and say, Pastor, could you come and pray with our father or our brother or our husband? He's getting ready to pass. And I will always go and I will sit and I will hold their hand and I will pray with them or read scripture with them. And when they pass, there is a sparkle that's gone. The twinkle of light and life in their eye passes. But if they're a child of God, if they have tapped into the power of salvation through Jesus Christ, there is a sparkle and a twinkle of life that cannot be seen. It is a spiritual gift. It's the gift of eternal life. 
When you look in the Gospel of John chapter 3 verse 17, it says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's why God sent Christ. That's why God left heaven above, born of the flesh, of a virgin, miraculous birth, so that he could live and die to give us life. John 3.18, the very next verse says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. You and I tonight, we've come to celebrate the light. The light of God in the living Savior. He came, he lived, he died. Crucified on the cross, buried. Three days, he rose. The scriptures teach us plainly that there he ministered, he communicated, he connected. And then he ascended. And as he ascended up to the Father, the Bible teaches us he sits at the right hand of the Father. And today he intercedes for you and I. What a gift. To know that you come tonight, yes, to sing songs, yes, to connect and fellowship one with another, but most of all to celebrate God in the flesh, the light of all of humankind, the light that goes all the way back to creation itself. The very light that is the Alpha, Omega, the beginning, the end. Jesus Christ. That is who we've come to celebrate tonight. Father in heaven, as we come to the end of this part of our service. Lord, we stand in awe and wonder of the light of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in just a few minutes, as we light candles and as we turn off electric lights, as we take a moment to reflect on the power of light itself, I pray that you would stir our hearts. Help us to remember and know that Jesus is the light, the power of salvation. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. When you came in tonight, the little children were offered a little electric candle. You adults were offered real candles. John, you've grown up enough to have a real candle. I should have asked Mindy that. She's got the big and I read again to you the text in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the same was in the beginning with God all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life 
And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. You and I tonight, we hold the light. It is merely a symbol of the true light, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's sing Silent Night. Silent Night, Holy Night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. coming out tonight. I want you to be careful with those lit candles. Return them back on the table in the foyer. And I'm going to close us in prayer. But I do sincerely wish you a Merry Christmas and thank you for coming out tonight. Father in heaven, I pray that you'd bless these families. They've set aside this time for you. They have so many demands in their lives, so many places to be, so many things to do, so many people who are calling and saying, come here and let's do this. But Lord, you were more important. I pray you'd bless them, give them safety, watch over them. And most of, Lord, most of all, we thank you for the gift of the Savior. In his name we pray, amen.